Welcome to the Romance Your Tribe podcast with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode is about action, creating an online business you absolutely love and bringing joy to the work you do. Let's get this party started. Hello, everybody. Janet Beckers here with our Tribe Spotlight um, episode for Romance Your Tribe podcast. And I'm so excited to welcome you to the beautiful, beautiful Natasha McGrath. Hi, Natasha. Hi. <laughs> now, Natasha um, is, uh, you can find her on sanctuarycounseling.com.au. And I'm really excited to share Natasha's story with you because there's, you're, you're going to, there's so many people who are listening here today that you are going to see yourself in Natasha at so many different stages over the amazing progress that I've seen her do in just the last year. So um, to dive straight in, Natasha, can yeah. you share with people here, um, you know, who do you serve and how do you do that? So the women I serve are, well, first of all, women uh, and women who've been diagnosed with breast cancer. So from their going through treatment onwards, then that's, you know, the, the, the group of women that I am there to support and help with. And the reason I have gone down that road is because over like I qualified 35 years ago and during that time I've worked in hospitals worked in health worked in community settings so I've always worked with women with breast cancer and I felt that this yeah this is something where I can really offer a lot of expertise and a lot of my skills and knowledge mm. and so your training's been social work mental mental yeah. health um... so yeah I trained in Northern Ireland as a social worker back in the late 80s and came over to Australia in, in about around 2005 and I've been working uh, here since and I've become an what's called an accredited mental health social worker as well. So I've right. got um, extra qualifications working in mental health. And I describe myself as an oncology social worker because of I've got like decades of experience working in oncology. So mm. and so tell, can you share with us? So this is your the people who you help. Yep. And you've got this wealth of background how do you help them like what's what's the way that you work with people now so when I first went into private practice I was working one-on-one -on -one with people um, in my clinical practice and since then I have evolved like beyond belief so I, I've now got to the stage where I'm offering online group programs for women um, because my capacity one-to-one -one, I'm, I'm so booked up I, you know I, I wanted a way to be offering more support to women out there because there is very very limited support um, you know especially once people have finished their treatment so I now offer online group programs and um, 
And and your program is called Second Life After Breast Cancer, isn't it? That's right. Second yeah, we're going yeah. to dive a bit more into how how you developed that and, you know, how you launched it, how you booked out, like, you know, yes. um, and, and also we're going to talk about how you did that yeah. without a mailing list, without a website. Yes no techie skills any of that sort of stuff so we're going to talk about how you managed to do that um but just to give people an idea because I know that there will be people listening here going okay so you you work with mental health you work with women with breast cancer what is it that you do what are the outcomes so with us really really drilling down to work out your uniqueness yeah we oh I just absolutely, I, I, I can still remember when we were having our discussions around, you know, we'd gone through the definite processes on identifying like what was unique about you, the profit in you, the way that you work, who you like to work yeah. with, what sort of results you get. We did all of those sorts of things. And anybody that's had this many years experience has got a lot of things that you, many paths that you could have gone down. Yes. And I still remember when we were talking about, okay, you've worked a lot with oncology. Yeah. Let's look at, you know, did you want to specialise? Maybe there's people, you know, you've worked a lot with people with bowel cancer. You've worked a lot with people with breast cancer. And then you heard, I can still remember you went, well, the bowel cancer one won't work because of the person, person personality type. People with breast cancer primarily have a very specific personality type. Yes. And therefore, the results that I can get with them, I can absolutely do it. And yes. it's evidence-based. So what's with the um, the second life? Yeah. What is what is this, uh, the outcome that you can get with people who've got breast cancer? Well, so in the past couple of decades in my field of work, there have been a lot of really, really exciting changes. Like compared to when I started out first, like about 35 years ago, what, because our understanding of the body-brain connection and how that all works, uh, the understanding about the neuroscience of how we function as human beings, because that is so much further along than it was like when I first qualified we now know and because I've worked in mental health I now have had training and been doing loads and loads of study in the most effective ways that we wouldn't have known like decades ago how Mm. to help people make changes how to help them overcome you know mental health blocks and barriers anxiety depression um you know other issues where they're struggling with their mental health and so there are now techniques there's exercises there's knowledge there's understanding there's tools i can give people to really make changes in their life that you know, at the beginning of my career, this this just wasn't happening. So in 
when I started in my private practice in particular, because I could work more intensely with women compared to working in Department of Health, I was seeing women making changes that I've never, ever experienced in my whole career before. Right. And I thought, this is this actually works. This is really <laughs> amazing. And it, it, it got me really, really excited because the other interesting thing is just, I suppose the way health is organized, very often oncology social workers haven't necessarily worked in mental health. So mm. I was bringing together sort of, an aspect into the world of oncology that normally just sits in the mental health sector. So I was bringing in something that I suppose giving people access to that they wouldn't normally have access to. The other part of like a big part of my training and because I, as a mental health clinician, I'm also trained to work with people who've had trauma. So understanding our attachment styles and attachment patterns are a big, big, big component of my work. And there's really exciting new, this is a very, very emerging field where we're understanding the connection between people's attachment styles, which also relates to, I suppose, their personality and how they present. Mm -hmm. and the risk of cancer and the outcomes in terms of cancer so with all that knowledge that you wouldn't specifically think is relevant to cancer it's like I suppose because of all the different areas I've worked in it's like I've pulled it all together to make this um, and pulled it all together into this program yeah. which, which is completely unique really because of the combination of things that don't normally happen in the field of oncology if that all yeah <laughs> oh it is really exciting and what I really want people who are listening here to think about is two things um when Natasha this when I asked Natasha at the beginning who do you help and how do you do that um she was very clear that she works with women who've been diagnosed with breast cancer and that she helps them through this group program, which is her second life program. A year before, that's not how you would have answered that, Natasha. No, no so way. if you're no. thinking, oh, well, you know, it's going to be easier for her to be able to, you know, position herself as the expert in her field and to be able to create something that is very unique because she's, she's got that nailed. You didn't a year ago. No. You had all these amazing skills, but it was only through working through the process and you being able to acknowledge that, wow, I actually do have a system. And now I can look back at the evidence yes. and I can still remember on the call when you went to me, and you went, oh, yes, absolutely. There is evidence to show that if they do this work, then their chances of recurrence yes. of breast cancer, which is yes. one of the biggest fears. Yes. was incredibly slashed and there is evidence to show that like so can you see the excitement when it comes to wow when I'm putting my marketing hat on you know that's all we need to say is you know, yes. I can yes. I can help you 
live, you know. Um, exactly. And, you know, it was only going through this process and all those steps that you have in your sort of program that I I came, to, I realized this and, and put it all together because I didn't know this before. Mm. So it actually has really helped me really consolidate that this what we call the psychosocial treatment of cancer if you like is actually as important as the medical treatment mm. and with this the right psychosocial treatment that works and is effective that actually will hugely improve outcomes of of medical treatment and I think I hadn't got that, you know, that penny hadn't dropped like that for me. So right. it, it's really lifted my professional confidence in, in a way that I've actually never experienced before. Yeah. And yeah. I'm so pleased that you said that because what we're going to dive into now is we're going to look at like a little bit of a, a before, yes. during and after. Yeah. when it comes to you getting to that point. Um, and so I really, if, if, any, if you're listening here and you're thinking, wow, so, you know, only a year ago, that's not, you wouldn't have recognised that in expertise. No. This is something that is really common because, I mean, I've been working with people for a few decades now. Yeah. And that light bulb moment when people going through the process, yes. and it's actually not a difficult process, but... Yeah, there are definitely steps and there's a lot of, you know, personal kind of challenges and ahas, oh, you know, because yeah. you're really identifying it's like, yeah. how awesome am I? Is everybody yes. will have some little part of what they're doing yeah. that is unique to the way that you do it, whether it's your personality or whether it's the, you know, your particular field of passion. Yes. Um, that's kept you learning and learning and, and testing with your clients, everybody will have it. So it's really worth you taking that time to do that work instead of just diving straight in. Definitely. Because then, well, you'll see what's happened. Yeah. So we're going to walk through now the steps that you, Natasha, took to go from a year ago yes. um, to basically booked out um, with a lot of, clients in very in lots of different fields wasn't yes. it so and we're going to walk through to how on earth did you get to this point where you're going to see the huge changes that's Natasha's made to her own life um that's made it that you've gone from people who may be selling where they may be paying for an hourly rate and a typical hourly rate in Australia is about what 150 bucks for yeah, for sessions to do with therapy, um, and then it's subsidised. We're very lucky here in Australia as well. Um, so out of pocket for clients is a bit less. To then being able to charge three thousand dollars a head, like that's a huge change. That is a huge change. And I'm still in shock. <laughs> I love, it. I love it. So we're going to look. How did you go from yeah. doing what everybody else does yeah. with these hourly rates, the transition yeah. to yeah. go yeah. to where you are now? So, and 
having such a huge impact on people. Yes. So let's first of all just go back to about, I can't even remember how long, maybe a year ago, it might have been this. Um, and we'll just go like, what made you start looking for a difference? Why did you decide that you wanted to stop what you were doing and look for, well, yours was starting with, uh, maybe I want to go online. Like, so what, what was it that made you change to, to want to do something different? I suppose, look, a couple of things, really. So first of all, I was getting more and more booked up in one-to-one -one, um, practice. And because I was seeing really, like, witnessing is the best word, changes in the women I was working with because of the tools and techniques um, that I'm that I use that are all evidence-based neuroscience informed. And um because I was witnessing these powerful changes, and like there's only so many hours you can do in a day, and so many yeah. people you can see. And as a social worker, I've always loved running groups because groups add another powerful dimension in terms of facilitating recovery um, that one-to-one -one can't offer. So I mm -hmm. thought, well, and I could see as I started doing your program, because I didn't, hadn't realized before that I was following steps all the time. Right. And I would, I just sit there and, because I work quite intuitively, I would just sort of you know, bring my knowledge into whatever the situation was that was presenting. But having a structure that helped me sort of sit down and work out, oh, there is a process I go through, then I thought, well, then I can bring what I do one-to-one because -one, I didn't think that was possible. Because yeah. it was all, like, obviously each person's got different issues they're dealing with and they're at a different point and they're maybe their trauma history is different, their nervous system's in a different space. And I thought, well, how on earth would you be able to bring something that's so personal and individually tailored to be able to be like a program for people to follow? Like I, I, I that just would have, I never would have been able to do that. But because you had those steps that I was able to follow, it's like it all came together and it just kind of kept growing from there. So to be able to, I suppose, do group work, which I love, to be um to be able to help more women because I could I could only do so much and I was getting more and more referrals. And because I know there aren't a lot of clinicians who specialize in oncology and have mental health experience and are in private practice, I knew that if I said no to women, that it's like there's not really anywhere else to go where they right. can get this expertise, you see. Because um, it's a very small network in the world of yeah. oncology, you see. So we all kind of know each other. Anyway, so I thought, well, it's like it, it, it just was so hard to think of women sitting there on a waiting list that could... I don't know how long they'd be on a waiting list. So I started off with doing little tiny workshops. This was like before yes. I was working with you. Yeah. And uh, and all the women loved that. So they did. Like, and I was only charging 
like $47 or something for the yeah. workshops. And you know what? The, what happened from, from those, I did a series of four workshops and a, a, a cohort of women who attended those, who attended all of them, they went, have gone and set up their own little support group for themselves oh, brilliant. as a consequence of this. And I thought this is fascinating because they have done this only based on knowing each other virtually for a few hours so can can you imagine if I was running a, a longer program the connection women can feel with each other and the support yeah. they can give each other because cancer is such a a lonely and isolating illness for people mm. very often you know so, so the, the points that I can take from what you've just described here that will for people who are listening that I really want you to think about is a lot of times people will go, oh, well, you know, you know, somebody might have decided they were going to go down the online path because they, I don't know, they wanted to travel or they, um, you know, they wanted to make a lot of money. Whereas the thing that I've found with a lot of the people who I work with, especially if you're in the health field yeah. is sure those things count and we'll talk a little bit in a moment about the changes that have happened for you but very often the decider is going to be I really really want to help more people I really really want to help people and I want to be able to do it in a way where I'm not going to burn out but I yeah. want to do it in a way that actually gets results so I loved that you said first of all I could not believe that I could translate what I was doing one-on-one -on -one yeah. that I could actually turn it into a process and make it a group program and this is the important part is that and this is I love it because Natasha's every time we talk it's always she'll talk about there's been a really interesting research that's been done <laughs> that the group program actually gets better results yep. because. so yep. if you've been thinking to yourself you know, if you can, if you can imagine yourself in Natasha's, if you're in that Natasha is where she was a year ago, going, oh, you know, I've got some ideas, but I've got no idea how I would do it. So maybe I'll just run little workshops, knowing that that's not going to get them the full outcomes. But at least you started taking action. So yeah. that's another one step that people can do is like, get really clear on who do you want to help and what drives you. And just trust that there is a way to help you to find what you're doing and in, in a way that you can make it to help a lot more people. There yeah, is yeah. a way. It yes. may not be obvious to you yet, but there is a way. So the next step there, um, and may I just say, that's why I love working with people in the health industry, whether it's mental health, physical health, spiritual health. I know that the people who I work with will keep on putting the work in Yes. because they're driven yes. by something that is a greater mission yeah. they're really really driven to help people and that's um that's fantastic you know because it's you need to connect with the difference that you want to make to fuel you through the work you're going to have to do and we're going to explore that now so one I know that one of the biggest things that was worrying you about whether you could succeed was first of all the one we've just talked about is it possible to actually get results yeah. from people, you know, doing what I do with one-on-one? -on -one? I can't possibly. So that was one answer. You've actually shown that you could. 
There was one other really big one that was stopping you. So would you, would you like to share that? Because I know this is something that everybody, oh, most yeah. people on this who are listening will, will relate to this. So anyone who knows me in my personal or professional life knows that I was, it's like I was born in the wrong century because my, te- I have avoided tech like the plague. So mm-hmm. I have, like I, I didn't have Facebook. I didn't engage with social media. I had um, like pre, pre-COVID, I had never used Zoom or anything very much. I'm getting the computer, to, like that's just all, like I would avoid it like the plague. And I, I thought this this is kind of like a black comedy, me thinking about <laughs> <laughs> work online. And I'm the most, like my daughter, she just actually walks away from me, rolling her eyes at about, like, how can you not know this? And it's just things, it just, things that should be obvious aren't obvious to me. So the tech stuff is a real, real, like, stress and, uh definitely not my comfort zone definitely mm. not. so and and I just thought well if you're gonna do it Natasha there's help out there and look other people can do it so you can do it and now for anybody who knows me they can go well if Natasha can do it anybody can do it <laughs> because it's like yes anyway it's it's happened it's happened like it's still not something I love or would would uh yeah it it, it it's about being open-minded do you know what I mean because mm-hmm. I was so committed to this but that was that without kind of mentoring and coaching and knowing how to get help around stuff it, that probably would have been the thing, the deal breaker for me being able to do yeah. this. And so I really love that you've just like admitted that, yeah, so not me, but that first step of, you know what, you know, what I want to create is more yeah. important than my fear. Yes. Around yeah. this. So I will find a way. Yeah. Um, now, what I really want to show people is. So we'll talk a moment about launching, um, you know, actually what, what were the steps that went with launching your, uh, your founders program, your first program. Um, but I think what I'd really like people to know is even though Natasha has embraced learning the technology that you've had to, you've still managed to, I think we had... You ended up with nine people. Yes. Nine people in the beta program. And, you know, these were all people in the beta program, which was like $3,000 ahead. And then some some were on payment plans. You know, so they actually pay a little bit more. Um, So everybody can do that maths there. But you've managed to create the program, market the program, Fill what you only wanted a maximum of 10 anyway when we worked out good, better, best goals. Yeah. Um, I think it was six, six, eight, and 10, if I can remember. Yes. Six yes. was six was great. If I get six, I'm really happy. Eight, happy dance. 10, holy heck. Um, so 
you know, to get those nine people by the time that you were ready to launch, no. all of those different steps, you still don't have a website and you don't need one. Like you've got one page. In fact, your existing website was so sort of ordinary that you just replaced it with one page and you got yeah. somebody else to do that yeah. for you. So yeah. it's only got, there's yeah. only one page. There's a website. Your email list, like we didn't even, we haven't even built your list builder yet. Nope. So nope. there is no huge email list. There's no running Facebook ads. You haven't had to learn any of that. Oh my God, no. <laughs> you haven't had to set up a membership site. Nope. You haven't done any of that stuff. Nope. So nope. I really want people to know that, yes, you've had to learn technology of things like how to create a video. Yeah. And we've just done it on Zoom and, you know, keeping it easy. Yes. You know, how to get your lighting right. Yes. We're not talking like having to learn how to do fancy websites and stuff. No, because honestly, no. this, is, this is where people get so stuck yep. that they never actually get to make the difference to the people who they want to help. Yeah. because they everybody is taught and I used to do this quite a long time ago because that was until I worked out you know we can actually do this without having to have your website without having to have your list builder without having yeah. to have all this techie stuff without you've been doing any social media done or any of the social media any of that stuff let's just focus on getting you the money in the bank let's just focus on getting yep. these first sales yep yep then yep. we'll do all that after so let's so i just want people to know there is still none of that stuff i know and yet you know you can launch your very very first program and in your case get you know close to thirty thousand dollars worth of sales without any of that techie stuff anyway i probably wouldn't have believed you except that <laughs> i've done because I would have, the first thing I would have done is get this amazing snazzy website oh, yeah. and all that there. And of course, you, mm. gosh, to do that, so much time and money and all that there. So yeah, it's like, it's like I didn't know what I had in yeah. so many respects until yeah. you know you kind of help kind of put pull it all together and and have a way to to make the most of what I I had. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? That's that will be our next step is taking what you have created yeah. and to then go, okay, we know it sells now. We know it gets results for people. Yes. Yeah. Let's automate this baby. So that's the next step. So let's just have a look at with your, I want to really, because one of those things we can, you know, when it comes to understanding what technology to use that you've used to get to this stage, we won't have to go into detail here because if people go to romanchatribe.com forward slash toolkit, um, if you just go there, I've actually got the whole list for you, all the steps in the right order. And I've got all the list and the links, everything for all the technology. So don't worry about taking those notes there. I've got it all for you, all right? So, but the thing that would be really interesting for us to talk about is how did you get those sales? Like if you weren't, if you didn't have your website, if you didn't have an email list, let's look at the things that made the difference to you getting sales. Um, because we focused on the, the, the thing 
that is unique about what I do with people, which is we're going to work with really getting referrals. We're going to have people who are great at what they do enthusiastically refer people to you. Yeah. Easier said than done. So let's just have a brief look at why, where do we work? Where did you work out were your target market, your ideal clients? Who was already looking after them and who did they trust? So in terms of not specifics on, on organisations, but what kind of people, uh, what kind of field would they oh, be in? Okay, so it... Um... So I was connected in with, because I'd worked in the hospitals, so the oncologists knew me. Mm -hmm. um, so I, uh, you know, talked to all the oncologists. Um, and also a, a colleague, she was working, she's an allied health worker working in a similar field. And because she works predominantly with women with breast cancer as well. Um, well, people can go and check her out, actually, because Kate's actually been a guest on the podcast as yes. well. So yes. I'll put a link down below and people can go yes. and hear the story of, of Kate Perkins and bounce back from breast cancer. Yeah. So um, because of the work she does, like um, her work, you know, complements my work because the psychological and emotional support and exercise are two hugely, hugely important areas for, you know, to support women in recovery. So our two worlds kind of really, really overlapped so much. Mm. So we were able to really connect and um, I suppose help each other really. Yeah. So that, that, was, that was just fantastic being able to do that. So those, those were probably my, um, mm. main, and like there were, there were some GPs who knew about my work and, um, and people like, you know, women I've been working with who, who knew some other women as well. So mm. that, it, it was like, it was all word of mouth, really, I suppose, from people. Well, yeah. You know what, I'm going to, um, so from when you say word of mouth, now I'm going to I'm going to go back from the way that we work together. Yes. And actually you very strategically used word of mouth. So I'm just going to give some insights to people who are listening where you're going, oh well I don't have those contacts. So that's why it worked for Natasha. Because she was known. Okay. So what I'm going to show share with you here is what Natasha is now just taking for granted. But there was a lot of work that went into yes. actually getting those people to enthusiastically yes. refer. So I'm just going to lift the lid on this a little bit because um, the first one is you really want to map, like, who do I know? And you might, and with a lot of people, you're going to go, oh, they would never refer me or I know I'd be too embarrassed. That's a bit intimidating. Why would they listen to me? And the reality is until you've done the work and that you can actually go, I've got something here that is unique. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it, for people who are listening, it may not be something that is like when when we were dived in deep and we I can still remember that call when you just went with absolute confidence. Oh, yeah, I can decrease their chance of ever getting cancer again. Like, 
really confidently, where I just went, whoa, like that is really unique. For a lot of people, you may not have that woof, but there will be something where you can go, yeah, absolutely. I know I can help to do this. So when you've got that, and just understand there's a whole process if you that's got you back there. But if you haven't done that work, if you haven't been able to go, like we work through, we have, I have a template that my clients use. So you don't have to worry about sales letters. You just fill it in. It's like a sales letter in a PDF. But we did a lot of work there that was looking about like, what are the outcomes? Who is it for? What's the evidence? Those sorts of things that are a really good communication tool. But you had to really know, I help get this result. Yeah. And this is a result that these people can't get for their clients themselves. Yes. Yes. And so preparing that beforehand and for you to be able to go, this is what I do, it's very, very different to contacting people saying, I can help people one-on-one with their mental health. Yeah. Just send me a referral for counselling, for therapy. Is very, very different to say, I have a program where I work closely with a system that is going to get this result for these specific clients. As soon as you were able to articulate that, and, and we worked on a presentation, it actually worked out doing a presentation for, for some of these organisations, wasn't it? Yeah. So you were yeah. actually presenting. Then it became, oh, she's the expert in this. I'll tell you somebody know, else. You know what? It was going through that, preparing that sort of brochure, that having to do that and be so focused and it's like i i had this infrastructure in a way because there was just all this stuff in my head right yeah. <laughs> and yeah. i i know that it's like i can see a bigger picture with things and, and understand the research and understand what i'm doing but it's like how to communicate that and get that across succinctly so that people get it quickly without me having to talk for hours and hours and hours so that because yes. I would talk for hours and hours and hours but <laughs> so this I'm working through that and preparing that and getting it together it's like it made me really focus on what I can do and what how, how to communicate that to people because it was all yeah. in my head if you like in this yeah. thing in my head and how to get that from there to people to get it on paper it was like this discipline if you like I had to go through mm. and I knew that everything I was putting in there I had to be able to back up so that's what really made me kind of dive deeper and deeper and really 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 get to know my stuff so then when I was presenting, because that was one of the mechanisms, you know, to, to, to get referrals, I presented to one of the cancer centers. And, you know, I don't know, I'm sure you can remember, I was presenting material about neuroscience stuff that one of the top oncologists there didn't know about. Yeah. And he's a professor. So, and I just thought it's like I'm, because I've gone through this process, I'm joining all these dots that I suppose people just don't have the opportunity to do that. So it's yes. like I'm really bringing something 
that I didn't even know I could bring, but I didn't, wouldn't have found it out had I not gone through that whole mechanism, if you like. Yeah, <laughs> I love that because, and I really hope people listening, you get this, that sometimes, because I mean, imposter syndrome is so huge. Yes. And even more so when you're in any kind of industry where there's layers of, you know, authority, you know, you can always be feeling like, oh, well, maybe just one more qualification, one more degree, one more whatever. Um, or, you know, so that we're all, we're already fighting against ourselves anyway. Yeah. And so and it can be very easy to go, oh, you know, maybe I'm not that good or maybe I'm not that special. The actual process of working through, yes. you know, the profit in you, yes. working through packaging for profit. And then, I mean, I mean these are just names of, modules or programs within what I do then working through okay well now I need to communicate it that's that is sales that's your marketing so to actually then have to communicate it is exactly what you've just said is that so one of the first things you want to do even before you're getting out there selling is write your sales piece like we have yeah. the pdf that makes it faster but because you have to be clearer yes what you want to be having at the end of it is that you go oh Actually, I freaking well rock. Like, <laughs> and whenever you're having moments of self-doubt, you can go back to your sales material and go, yeah, that's right, I rock. But unless you actually go through that process, which is communicating, you're communicating with yourself as much as anything. Yes. So, um, yeah. So I'm so pleased that you shared that. So now I'm very aware of our time. Look, honestly, we can and we do talk for a long time when we get together but um now if we move on to the next step which is like what's for people who are listening and they're thinking okay I want to have this vision for myself like what are what's some hand like some tips that you can give to people for them to be able to take action so let's just think about like some of the first things, so like, you know, if they're going to be thinking, you know, right, I'm going to get started. What can we do? So like, I'm trying to think back to the things that helped me take action. Well, look, I, I think I would have just kept procrastinating had I not been having the coaching. I knew I needed someone to kind of, um, keep me motivated to keep me on track to keep moving forward is is this what what you're after yeah I just realized I, I didn't I didn't tell you I was going to ask this question before we went. yeah I think um actually well that's a good I should point out that um you've been I, I have two layers of ways that I work with people we everything we use is exactly the same materials um which is the attract your tribe program but you've worked at the accelerator level which means that you get you get my personal feedback on everything okay. and we get to really talk to each other so that's a lovely way to work with people it, it really accelerates that's why it's called accelerate. oh you get to definitely work. very definitely very definitely harder um i think one of the the things that i really want to also communicate for people when it comes to taking action at every single step that we've been working together there's been like whoa okay that's scary Janet but I'm going to do it like yeah. you've really stepped into scare side it that's and it, and 
And probably now it's hard for you to look back a year and go, what was the thing that scared me at that stage? Because now it's irrelevant. But each time it's like you've, like, you know, I I know when we were first discussing how much you were going to charge for whether it's a beta program, I don't like calling it beta, I like to call it a founder's program, Um, your founding members. But it's, you know, it's your first time you're running it. You want to get the results. So I remember when we were talking about how much to charge. (gasps) I was (laughs) squirming. (laughs) Very uncomfortable. Mm. Very, very pushed me, definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone. And look, I think what, like, I mean, it's a personal thing to me that really helped me because there was always this sense that, because you believed in me, I thought, oh, well, maybe I can do this. Right. Yes. <laughs> and then as, as each step happened and I could do it, it was like, oh, well, I've done that. I can do the next. But, and then I was in this like annoying position that actually I'd gone this far. I couldn't not keep going. <laughs> right. <laughs> so again, I. I did, I've, it's like I didn't have a, I couldn't have lived with myself to then back out do you know what right. I mean because you had already seen the vision and and the thing that I mean I just really um I, as you just said then it was about because I believed in you yes um I actually have on my whiteboard and I'm just pointing over here in the corner because I've got this whiteboard that's every time I have thoughts or thinking it's all up there on the whiteboard I um takes up a whole wall I've got in one big thing, which is me reminding what my core reason for doing business, whether it was this business model or another business model. I worked out what my key superpower, my my reason for being, um, is I help people believe in themselves. There you are. You did it. So it's really nice to hear that. Um, You know, and then I've got, you know, so see their own brilliance. So that's one of those things is, you know, if you've, you got to surround yourself with people that reflect back that you are freaking awesome. Yes. And then you've also got to that scare sighted when you're feeling scared, but you're going to step into it because every single time that you would do one of those challenges, because I remember we, I said, I think you should at least at minimum be charging 3000 for this. And you'd gone, Oh no, 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 no. And went down with lower numbers. And fair enough. If, if you can't sell 3000 because people can tell you don't believe it. Yeah you can go lower but I was thinking yeah this is going to change and it, and it did change because after you had written your sales material yes and then yeah. you had a conversation with somebody about it you came back and you went you know what I think this program is worth at least three thousand dollars <laughs> so absolutely doing that work allows you to just recognize your own brilliance and step up to the next level and then it be, it keeps on going yep do you know what really the do you know what the clincher was for me when I was talking with Kate Perkins and she showed me her website and what she had done and achieved it's like I could see I thought well if she has done this and achieved this and it's happening right now in front of you Natasha I can do it yeah so that so thank you Kate (laughs) yes yeah and Kate's I mean Kate's um 
Kate's also worked with me for quite a few years at the yes. accelerator level as well and just total powerhouse, but worked exactly the same system. Because that you see, that made it believable that this was, and that it was doable. Mm. And this yeah. could be me. I just need to do what Kate did and I can have that. <laughs> yeah, and... And I think uh, this is probably a good time for us to wrap up, I suppose, on that point is that's why I, I'm so excited to be able to interview you today, because as we were talking about beforehand, sometimes people can see, you know, I built a seven figure business or an eight figure business. It can be really, really hard to relate because yes. they're not overnight successes. They're yeah, yeah. in that process. It's taken years to get to there. It is just so incredibly inspiring for people to see, okay, well, it was only a year, less than a year ago when you're going, I don't even know if I can do it, but I want what Kate's got. Um, and in that time now, you've been able to not only yeah. now be positioned as this expert in your industry, you're even in your, your first program, your trial program, where you're telling people, you're the first, give me feedback. You still ended up, you know, being able to charge $3,000 a head and, um, you know, you get nine people that were in there. That was the maximum that you would ever really be able to deal with anyway. Yeah. You've had that, you know, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be years ahead. So you sharing your story is people can see, well, this is what's possible in a year. I know. Starting from, you know, really scratch and all of those yeah. um, personal development growth points oh. that you've had along that way to do that. So yeah. I'm very grateful that you've been so open. <laughs> and you know, that's the thing about it as well that I hadn't realised because it's a parallel universe, the business development and my personal development. So who... I am now personally, mm. I'm much more, I suppose, confident and certain about myself than yeah. I've been. And that's been the free therapy, if you like, from, from the business development side of this. Because I can really see, like, if, you, if I didn't believe in myself, I couldn't have made any of those sales. And if mm. I, so it's just this lovely kind of interweaving of that personal and professional, uh, you know, business development. Yeah, so it is. absolutely. And look, this all would have happened sooner, except that I sold my house and moved. I know. And this, this is actually, let's just talk very, very briefly on this, because it's really nice to see not only have you done all this work, but let's just have a look at some of the changes that have happened in your personal life and the yeah. way you're structuring your business yeah one because you now have a business model that is scalable yes but also because you're seeing possibilities you're looking yeah. at things differently so do you want to just tell people like just in the last few months the changes that you've made well in your life I know I know so I have gone because I lived on the central coast in New South Wales and um, that it was lovely there, but because I my business is now all online, I realized I can move anywhere in Australia. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, just because of the way things were in the housing market and everything, I was able to, on the turn of a coin, sell my house and I am now living somewhere where my heart and soul feel the found home sort of thing moved up to and I would never ever ever have been able to do this so it's like I've got this dream lifestyle that I never ever like had you talked to me a year ago two years ago I wouldn't have believed that this could ever 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 happen so Mm. it's like there's this gosh there's just this freedom in it and it's like it's really kind of opened me up as a person that you just don't know where this could can lead you to but about being open and open there's so many opportunities working this way that um I suppose yeah give give me this freedom that I couldn't have had if I just had a bricks and mortar and seeing people one-to-one physically all the time do you know what I mean oh and even seeing them virtually one-on-one all the time yes it's it's hard to feel that freedom when you know that um yeah that your your income is totally dependent on selling your time um I love it. That is such a great way to finish. So for people now who would like to get in contact with you and to, um, and especially, um, you know, even though this podcast is not about cancer, breast cancer, that's not what we, you know, how I, why people are listening. Unfortunately, I know that there's going to be a lot of people listening who either themselves or loved ones yeah. um, are impacted by breast cancer. So if they would like to be able to, um, connect with you and to see how they can work with you because this program is now going the next step is we're going to scale it up um, is how can they do that what's the best place to go so there's a contact page on my website so um, sanctuarycounseling.com.au and then I'll just be able to get the message that way yeah um that that's probably the best mechanism to to get hold of me and can i just say that everyone that i worked with in new south wales and most people i was working like face to face with before i was moved online have all because their life is changing and in a positive way they've all actually followed me virtually right in So, like, I suppose that's proof in itself that, you know, the way I work has has really made a difference for women. Mm. So, um, so it doesn't matter where in the world you are, exactly. you will, yeah, that you will be able to work with Natasha now. You're not limited to yeah. only being able to be in the local area. So that is fantastic. Thank you so much, Natasha. For Now, for everybody that's listening, I know this has been a longer episode than we normally do, but, you know, I thought we were actually keeping it quite brief considering there's so many other little lessons and stories that yes. I know yeah. that you can yeah. share. And we will definitely have you back on to share about the next step. Um, What's going to happen next? I know, it's exciting. <laughs> so for people who are listening, okay, so... I, you can listen to as much as you like here, get inspired, but nothing's going to happen unless you take some action. Mm. So I'm going to share with you some action points that I would like you to take 
now. And we're just going to kick them to things that you can do this week. And I want you to approach it with a sense of scare-sighted, stepping into scare-sighted, that feeling when it scares the crap out of you. But hey, if this works, how exciting is that? So you want to feel that. You can feel that in your body. So here are a few steps you can do. First of all, I really want you to take the time and just start jotting down, whether it's going to be on a whiteboard like I do, on your phone, whether you're going to do post-it notes, whatever it is, I want you to think about all of the ways that you help people. You know, it could be the ways that you work with your existing clients. It could be, you know, like I mentioned, you know, my core thing as long as I keep on remembering that I help people believe in themselves and that is just as valuable as being able to refer you to the best software to use, <laughs> more valuable to keep reading. So what are the things that you know that people always say about you? Start with that, like that's step number 1.000 in the framework of profit in you to start with, but start there. Because that's such a great way for you to start to see possibilities. Just totally brain dump that, okay? Um, the other one, you can go to romanceyourtribe.com forward slash toolkit. Um, and that's where I've got that whole list. And you'll see the exact software and every single process that Natasha's done. So you don't have to, if you're trying to work out how on earth. And I've also got extra training that will be linked to over there. Um, that's going to help you to even dive in deeper. So just start there, you'll get the links. Um, and then also one of the most wonderful things that you can do when we have such a giving person as Natasha um, is it's just so great to know that you've made an impact. So any action steps that you have taken as a result of this, any ahas, anything that's made you think differently, just go and find Natasha. She's shared her website um, sanctuarycounseling.com.au go over in the contact page just tell her thanks and what it was that um, that made a difference to you mm -hmm. because that is some of that's some of the best feedback and and do that with me as well I love hearing I love hearing from you um, so that can be one of the best things that you can do is that simple feeding back because that's why we're both here is to really inspire people to just mm -hmm. yeah. back yourself and do it yeah yeah. So thank you so much, Natasha. It was an absolute pleasure, Janet. Thank yeah. you for asking me. It's kind of been really lovely to be able to reflect and because you don't yeah. always do that and see, wow, look at the progress and difference that has happened in my life. You know, oh, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the last thing that I'll leave people on is I'm going to put a link down in the show notes to an article on the celebration box which is how, how we celebrate, how people in my tribes celebrate. So, um, so yeah, Natasha, go and dip into that celebration box, baby, as um, celebrating this beautiful reflection. And bye, everybody, and um, I can't wait to hear from you. Okay, thanks, Janet. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I loved hanging out with you. So let's do this again. The best way to do that is to subscribe right now to Romance Your Tribe podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you'd like to dive in deeper to more episodes, great resources and really in-depth free training, come over and join me at romanceyourtribe.com. Bye.